You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey, welcome everybody. Michael McIntyre here, your host of the Next Level Podcast here at McIntyre. So glad you joined us today. And I'm going to go into and I'm going to talk about uh, one of the things that I've dealt with several years ago, Stacy and I did, that might be helpful for you and it might improve the way you live, the way you make money, the way you raise your children in your marriage and all points in between. So what is it? <laughs> this stuff's really basic. It really is. But sometimes we need a reminder. I know I do. And I know I like to teach about it and talk about it and share about it because that reminds me again. And I think, you know, one of the things that I was talking to one of my clients this morning about uh, focusing out. And it's really, you know, it's really important to focus out. That's exactly how Jesus did everything in, that his father wanted him to do is focusing out. And I think when we focus out, in fact, I know when we focus out, our problems go away. And because now it's not about you. <laughs> and if you go at that and approach the world like that, that it's not about you, it's about what you're going to help people do. How are you going to help them feel better? How are you going to help, help them re relate better? What are you going to find out about them that's going to be massively helpful for them and for you? All right. So I want to talk about promises made and promises kept. That's right. I said it. And, you know, it's really interesting. Uh, I love all the research that's done on this stuff. They say that there's like, you know, 50% of the promises that are made are actually kept. I think that might be a high number. But all right, who am I going to fight with statistics or Pew Research or whatever? But let's say let's say half of the promises we make are not kept. And the other, out of that half, maybe 25% of them were renegotiated. Maybe somebody said, hey, look, man, I can't keep my promise. I apologize. But here's what I'm going to do. And I'm kind of good with that. I want somebody to own it. I don't necessarily want them to walk around feeling guilty and shameful. No, I want them to own it. Say, hey, I apologize. I couldn't get this done. Okay. When will it be done? I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is excuses. And so how many times or how often do we come with excuses about why we can't do something? Oh, Mr. McIntyre, there was an accident on I-35. There's an accident on I-35 about every hour on the hour. You're going to know there's going to be an accident on I-35. So maybe you leave an extra hour early. Yeah. All right. So you get my drift. Here's the big thing, though. Promises made to yourself. Yeah. Promises made to yourself are only kept 10% of the time. Come on, somebody. Now, why is that? I've got my theories. 
Maybe you do too, because it's easy to lie to yourself. In, it's easier to lie to yourself than it is to anybody else, which may or may not be a good thing. I say it's not a good thing because look, here's the thing. You know, you need to love yourself. You need to be worthy. The Bible needs, the Bible tells us we are worthy. If you're a believer, then you have the mind of Christ. Yes. And so you've got the heart of the father, right? And so with that, you need to keep your promises to yourself. And it could be just a little promises. And some people say, well, you know, the alarm goes off at six o'clock, six thirty. I worked late last night, so I'm going to hit the snooze button. But I promise tomorrow morning I'm getting up at five thirty or six o'clock and I'm going to exercise. Tomorrow rolls around. Man, had a great time last night celebrating. Went out, had a nice steak dinner. Maybe drank one scotch too many. Been there, done that. Gets in at eleven forty-five. Watches a little bit of you know on Netflix, whatever. Finally at one o'clock, you're out. Alarm goes off at six o'clock. Mashola on the snoozola button. Lied to yourself, and maybe you even had a conscious decision. I've done this. Oh man, today is you know nothing's going on today. I don't need to get up. I've had that conversation and bought the lie again, lied to myself. So what's the point? Because if you keep the promises that you make, promises made, promises kept, okay, promise to yourself, keep the promise to yourself. That's the big one. Life is going to be better. How many times have we promised that we're going to eat right? I'm going to start eating clean. In fact, I'm not going to eat any more ice cream. I'm not going to eat any more cheese. I'm not going to eat any more dairy. Except for this one time. Yeah. You know who I'm talking to. That's right. You. And listen, I spot it because I got it. And I finally had to put that down because I'm all about keeping my word. I'm all about showing up on time. I'm all about doing for everybody else. But what I wasn't about doing is making, keeping the promises for myself until I was, until I got conflicted and convicted in this process. <laughs> yeah, convicted and said, okay, Jesus, Holy Spirit, you're in it. Let's be in this to win it. I'm jumping in with you on this. I'm not going to have sugar anymore. Guess what? I haven't had sugar in five months. Five months. Now, let me just tell you that it's a big deal for me because I was a sugar addict. I should have went to Sugar Anonymous a long time ago. Stormy O'Martian pointed it out to me that I was a sugar addict. You know who Stormy O'Martian is? She's an amazing author. She helped Stacy and I during a difficult time in, in praying for, and this book was about praying for your adult children. So she had this chapter in the book about her addiction to sugar and how she would sit down and eat a whole cake. I said, well, can everybody do that? <laughs> or my problem was chocolate chip cookies. I could eat two dozen chocolate chip cookies in one 48 minutes of Breaking Bad. <laughs> Crazy. And then feel bad about myself for the next day for the good 24 hours, bloated, bad, disgusted. So I, when Stormy O'Martian said that, I thought I could relate to that statement. 
So that's when I said, okay, I got to get through this. Now, I quit sugar about, I don't know, I, I quit at one time for one year. Didn't have any sugar for a year. But then when that year was up, man, I went crazy. I like doubled down on sour patches. <laughs> I was a maniac, man. So it really didn't do anything. It didn't really change my lifestyle. It really didn't. My cholesterol was spiking and it was not good. It was not healthy. Although my weight was decent, but it wasn't optimal. All right. So if you think you got an issue, if you think you have a problem keeping promises for yourself, brother, sister, you probably do. And those promises made to yourself, I want you to know are the most important. Yeah. So if you're going to make a promise to yourself, get yourself accountability. I know accountability partners is kind of this, that I get it, but it works. It really does. So I don't eat sugar anymore. And it's crazy. I lost 13 pounds in 30 days. <laughs> I was like, man, I must have been really chowing down on some sugar. And I think I was not realizing it. Now I do use stevia and I don't use cream anymore. I did away with cream uh, and most dairy. So anyways, it's just better lifestyle for me. I feel better. Uh, my weight's better. You know, I can actually, you know, see my abs, which is nice. Anyways, so this is just, I'm just sharing it with you. Promises made, promises kept with people. And if your word is good, that's all you got. If your word is good, without signing a contract, an NDA or whatever, your word needs to be good, brother, sister. Yeah. So keep your promise. Follow up. Okay, I want to talk about follow up and follow through. And it's it's kind of along the same lines as promises. And we don't look at it that way, though. Our society doesn't look at it, especially the Gen X and Gen Zs they, and uh, maybe some young millennials. They don't look at it like that. Maybe not the Gen X. But so in some people in, in you know, in all, you know, in all generations. All right. Follow up and follow through. I think one of the biggest things that helped me contribute to success in the insurance business was following up and following through, you know, and I think, you know, there's, there's three reasons why you should always follow up and follow through. Okay. And what do I mean by that? It could be a text. It could be an, uh, a, a DM. It could be an email, could be a voicemail, whatever it is. You need to follow up. You need to answer. And when do you answer, man, you really should answer. If you can answer, if it's humanly possible, unless you're, you know, in a submarine below the you know Atlantic Ocean, four thousand feet, you should answer that email, that text, that voicemail, that Marco Polo within eight hours. Because you know, unless you sleep for nine hours, you got another issue. But you should you should communicate. You should over communicate. That's what brings people to success. That's what bring, brings people to trusting you. That's what brings a commitment level as no other. And really, truly, it'll separate you with 98% of the rest of the flock. I used to tell the millennials when they were in their, you know, late 20s, early 30s, you all could own this amazing freaking generation if you guys just followed up and follow through. But for whatever reason, whatever it is, what whatever thing is, like you get a text and you don't, it takes you two and a half seconds to give a thumbs up or an okay sign or a thumbs down or a throw up emoji or a heart emoji. It takes you two and a half seconds. Why wouldn't you communicate like that? Right. Do you want to stay broke all your life? Do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to have 
a respected spot in the community? Do you want to show up differently? Do you want to create a legacy? Or do you want to slip it around and half-ass it? I'm just saying. All right. There's three things here. Okay, I want to come through here. There's three things that I believe that the key reasons why this communication is important. Number one, maintaining accountability. Follow-up demonstrates your commitment to your words and actions. It shows that you take your promises seriously and are accountable for your commitments. Hmm. This builds trust and credibility in your relationships. So then when you ask for the order or then you want to borrow $100,000 or then you want somebody to invest in your idea or your company or your business, they say, hmm, let me see. This guy's on, on point. This guy's got something going on. I see he drives around in a clean automobile. I've gone to lunch with him. He's nice to the waiters and waitresses. This guy's got something going on. His wife likes him. He actually has spent time with his family. And guess what? He follows up. When I text him, I hear back with him within two hours. Yes, I want to invest with him. Yes, she's amazing. Number two, prevent Prevent it's number two, preventing miscommunication. Following up and clarifies any misunderstandings by misinterpretations that may arise. Man, all the time, all the time, people make up stuff. They fill in the blanks and they don't know. And it's really important that you make clarity is all about God. Ambiguity is all about Satan. You got to get clarity. Okay. You got to make sure. Here's one of the this statement right here is really important. And I share this with people that I coach. So I'm giving you some good stuff here. Yeah. All right. Here's what you say. After after somebody says something to you, and, and this is important, or after you say something. So somebody tells you something, hey, Michael, here's what I want to do. I want to go out and I want to raise $10,000 over the next 30 days. And I want to pay back $40,000 over the next 90 days. All right, Bill, let me make sure I'm hearing this right. You want to borrow $10,000 in the next 30 days and pay back $40,000 in the next 90 days. No, no, Michael, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry. What I meant was I want to borrow $10,000 and I want to pay back $4,000 a month over the next 90 days. So they would make an extra $2,000 on that loan. Now I get it. That is clarity. Or if somebody, if I say something to somebody and say, hey, Bill or Mary, here's what I want to do is I, I would like to start, I want to buy a house up in Telluride, Colorado and turn it into an Airbnb. It's a $4 million house, but I think it will pay back in the next three years. What do you think? Well, I think that's a horrible idea. Okay, Bill, well, tell me, you know, do me a favor. You know, what did I say? Would you repeat back to me what the question was? Well, you said that we're going to buy a $40 million house and it's going to pay back in two years. No. Okay. I apologize. That's not what I said. Let me be clear again. So that is ultra communication. And if you want to make ultra money, that's the way you communicate. All right. Um, by keeping lines of communication open, you can address questions, concerns, and updates, ensuring that everyone is on the same page. Is it easy? Nope. It's not supposed to be easy. Communication is very important. And it's amazing how some people don't want to communicate. I think it's the fear of rejection, the fear of looking stupid. And guess what? I look stupid all the time. 
You know what doesn't look stupid? My checking account. <laughs> All right, third thing, prevent uh, or ensuring progress and results. Yes, you want results. Yes, you want progress. Regular follow-ups keep projects and tasks moving forward. Whether it's a work project, personal agreement, or ongoing discussions, consistent communication ensures that goals are achieved and progress is made in a timely manner. Okay. One of the big problems I have with 501c3s, nonprofits, is they don't move in a timely manner. And I've been on boards of several, and I, I, I just don't want to do it again. I just can't do it. I'm a man of action. And I'm not waiting around. I just don't want to. I like things to move in a timely, timely manner. God took him six days to create this beautiful planet. And I'm not going to sit there and act like it's going to take six months to have this church or have this company or have this business nonprofit get off their ass and make something happen. Can't do it. I've done it. I've done it. I've given God my commitment. But man, okay, I want to make sure that we have results and progress. And I think that's what's wrong with a lot of churches, a lot of nonprofits, and big bureaucracies, U.S. government. All right. So this is my points. These are the points on follow-ups are so important. Whatever you do, communicate and not drag it out for four days and then get to it. Now, I know some of you have massive amounts of text and emails and you miss it. Hire a VA. It's that important. So you cannot miss something or miss somebody. It's really important. If you want to it if you want to show up excellence in life, if you want to show up big and if you want to make a difference in your community, in your faith, in your family, in your checking account. Yeah? Promises made, promises kept. Are you keeping your promises? How good is your word? Bible's got a lot to say about this. Thank you so much for listening. I, look, I get fired up on this stuff, you know, and I coach. And uh, hey, I, I had a client today that I had to uh, talk to about, you know, promises made and promises kept. And the guy is like, he's at like 90, you know, out of, out of 100, he's sitting at 90, 90% all in. But there's that 10% that he's missing it, that separates him from being, you know, from having, you know, half a million dollars in the bank, which is nice, but to have five million dollars in the bank, he's 10% away from getting that. And that's why he hired me as a coach. I'm going to get in there. But it's got to be, you keep your promise, bro. You keep your commitment. If it's to be, it's up to me. All right. Listen, my friends, we got next level coming up here soon. Check out the calendar. Go to themichaelmcintyre.com. If you want to take your life to the next level, if your life is working, yeah, but maybe you're not making the money you want to make. Maybe you want a different job. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to do a movie. We're getting, we're in the movie business now, which is really kind of cool, but maybe you want to do that. Maybe you've struggled trying to get off the snide to do that. Next level experience will be for you. Look, this is not for people whose life is broken. We pray for those people. We want the homeless healed. You know, we, we want the trans trans community healed. We want the demons off these people. We want them. But this is not that. If you are in alcohol, you got an alcohol issue, a drug issue, this is not for you. 
This is for people whose lives are working. You don't have to already be worth $100 million, although we've had those people come through and we welcome them. And you don't have to be, you know, uh, you know, you might be late on your payments. That's okay. You're still welcome here. But as long as your life is working, whether you're a doctor, lawyer, politician, had some of those too, um, house husband, housewife, pastor, worship leader, teacher, RN, whatever. Okay, you're welcome to the next level experience. And guess what? We don't charge you any money. Yeah, we don't. It doesn't cost you anything. It costs you a commitment of time. It starts on Fridays at 2.30, goes until 9.30 that night. And then on Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. And then Sunday morning, 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. This is not a conference. It's an experience. Yes, you do have breaks. Yes, you go to eat lunch, dinner, breakfast. All that stuff's good. But it doesn't cost you anything. At the end of the next level experience, you will have an opportunity to pay it forward if you desire. You don't have to, but if you desire, based on your resources and your heart. Yeah? So go check it out at bmichaelmcintyre.com. We have them about every three months, and we got one coming up soon. So go check it and see if you uh, want to come in and take an application. It's going to be held here in Dallas at a nice hotel, and uh, it's casual. All right. Thank you so much for joining Michael McIntyre on the McIntyre Next Level Podcast. Look forward to having you share this, rate it, give it to a bunch of friends or frenemies. All right. So God bless. Thank you. Have a big week. And remember, always show up big for him because he is king. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.